0: Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. Best Hashem BPW number forty-three. That's by Pnimi Share for Women. Share number forty-three. One um, ability that as women you can do, you know, many of you learned various Hashkafa Swaram in seminary and in other places, and even asked you after you got married, whether it's tenor and in English or other type of ashkafa books. On Taira and Deve or learning Tanakh or, or whatever you do in your learning to enhance your spiritual life. Um, there is an ability that many teachers convey of how to take those lessons that you learn and bring it out into practical life. And the same too with marriage. When you learn about various things in the Taira, in Chazal or in stories in the, in the Taira and we learn the lessons from it, not just as a concept out there but as to actually tangibly bring it into your life one of those concepts that's brought down in a book called Holy Intimacy by Sarah Marizov and Rivka Slonim um, I'm going to go through certain aspects in, in this book that is really beautiful insights um, that help and we're going to share that with you and talking about the Chetet Tzadahs which seems to be really things that we can't comprehend really up there and but if we learn certain lessons from it, we actually could actually apply that to our actual life, our married life and our overall life. So the first thing to understand is when we read the surface of the story of Ghanadin and Hava wanted to eat from the data das, the panemius of it was is that she hopped something. She realized that by eating from it, it would unlock a certain mission that we have in life, a certain type of Yediyah. Now, of course, the bottom line is, is Hashem placed the not to eat it, and eating it ended up being a chait. But we, we need to understand that it wasn't just a simple concept when you're dealing with such high people that are beyond our comprehension, the are and certainly Adam and Chava themselves, that there was a lot more to it than just simply being tempted to eat something that's pleasant. And what happened was, is after the chayt people became yoidei toivara, they know good and bad. What does that mean? And this is very practical to our lives. The chayt introduces an area, the sin introduces an area of confusion. What happened was, is once the the etzadahs was eaten, we have a mixture of good and bad within us. And that idea that before the Eitz Adas, before the Chet, Adam and Chav experienced a purposeful yearning for everything. And it's brought down that before the Chet Eitz Adas, the yearning that they had for a sexual relationship to one another was to, to provide the mitzvah of the lebasar Echa to be as one, which is symbolizing mitzvahs Aina actually, and Pruavu, of course, to be fruitful and multiply, the mitzvah pruravu. And they engaged together in sexual relations as they did everything else in the service of Hashem. You know, if you look through the Seferatius Chachma brings this down, the Ramban brings this down. Now, that doesn't mean that they didn't have sexual desire. It's similar to eating. They had, before the chetadas. Hashem placed in other and Chava, they also had a natural, healthy desire to eat, a physical desire to eat, based on nutritional value. Their bodies themselves radiated a certain light of Kedusha. And it's a mistake to think that that Kedusha is solely like, they were like souls without bodies before the Chetzei Das. Da, da. No, they had bodies. And the bodies themselves had physical desires. They had this natural desire to eat. Says Mikol from all the trees of the garden you can eat, and Hashem placed a desire to it and all these things to enjoy. By the way, just to let you know, this is a very important yesod, and again, all of this is very, very practical. We harp on and concentrate on the idea that we can't eat from the Chetzei Tadas, but what did Hashem really tell them? Mikol You could and you should Encouragement, eat from the other, uh, all the other fruits in the garden. And it was ganeden, delicious, wonderful fruits that were beautiful and good, both physically and spir- spiritually. There was no conflict between another. And in essence, what is Hashem saying? Hashem is saying, I've created a beautiful world, and I want your body to enjoy it, and I want your soul to enjoy it. That's an important thing to understand in ourselves, sexuality. That even now, that it is mixed in with, unfortunately, a lot of ego and a lot of unhealthy desires. But if we go to the root of it, and we realize that the Hashem's purpose of it is not to uproot it from our system, or to, to degrade it. Hashem wants us to utilize it, to connect with Him. Eat. Same thing with the sexual pleasure. Use it with your, between a husband and a wife in a healthy way. So before the Eitz there was a healthy desire to eat. And that was healthy and beautiful. There was a real sexual desire. They weren't like robots. People make a mistake that since there was, quote-unquote, no Yetzirah, so therefore, they didn't even have this sexual desire as we know it. It was just simply uh, like robotic or, or not paying attention at all to the body sensations. And that's really not true. There was really, Hashem created this instinct and desire. So their bodies did create create a certain desire to have a sexual connection, even before the Chet Eitz but it was not mixed in with any ego. It was not mixed in with any unhealthy way. What happened was, is when we ate from the Eitz that changed everything. It created a certain consciousness of us being separate from Hashem, and that's when they felt shame about being naked, about being unclothed. Because what is shame? Shame is an emotion that comes up when there's a discrepancy between who you are and what you know you ought to be. Now, listen carefully, because this is a yesoide in marriage, but it's a yesoide in life. And Rabbi Zola in Gateway to Happiness has a chapter called Guilt. It's Kadidal, to look at it and read it. And shame could be used both ways. And we both all need to know this in ourselves. We, it is healthy to have a certain degree of shame or guilt by Shonim, it says, one of the three Midas of Klayosos, by Shonim. And in women, to be modest and also to feel shame when they do something wrong, or they feel they're not aligned with what they really are or ought to be, that's a healthy emotion. But the problem is these days, you have two opposite problems. Some of us have these personalities, we block out shame, and we lose our, our healthy shame, and we become brazen, and we become insensitive, and we remove shame from our hearts altogether. And that is destructive. But many of us, and a lot of you listening, I know, feel, and understand what I'm talking about very deeply, is that shame very often is overblown to the extent that it destroys you. And you have to be very, very careful from stay away from that. Shame is not meant to crush you. Shame, again, I'm going to repeat it again, is an emotion that comes up when there's a discrepancy between who you are and who you ought to be. And who you ought to be is something that is a positive, something healthy, something good. And the first shame that is felt in world history came from a result of a couple, other and Chava. After Chet they found a certain now passion for unhealthy self-indulgence in the sexual area and in other areas. That created a shame because there's now a discrepancy between the body and the soul. Then not synchronized anymore. And our goal in this world is to synchronize them, to connect them. That doesn't mean you crush your body. It doesn't mean that you kill your taste buds. It doesn't mean that you quash your sexual desires towards your husband or a husband towards their wife. It is healthy to have it. But it means it needs to be synchronized. It needs to work together with the soul. So therefore, human sexuality, and human eating for that matter, and drinking for that matter became complicated after the Chetz Adas, became subject to potential abuse. That comes from a freedom of choice that we have. And now we have a choice. We need to operate, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us now, in a safe zone, and use that eating and drinking and sexual outlet in a healthy way. And that is really the Yisoyed, the practical Yisoyed, of what we're learning from the Chetz Eitz hadas to learn that we need to yearn and try to go back to that, that original state, to align our souls with our bodies, and to use the, the healthy desires of eating and drinking, the healthy desires of wanting to connect with one's husband sexually in the most healthy way, and aligned with what the soul wants and the body also wants, but in a healthy way. So this is the side We are tainted now by self-centeredness that could spiral downward into lust and into abuse of others. And our marital bond also. It is meant to use the sexual expression in a healthy way, both for mitzvah Aina and for Purvu. And this is the challenge that we have, to utilize it and channel it the right way. And that's why it's fascinating that after the chet of the Eitz hadas. And the couple again went back to the Das. The Torah says, Va'odam Yoda es chava. Adam knew his wife Chava. That means, the Chazal say, that means they were, sexually, he was, they were sexually intimate. She then conceived and gave birth. So you see Das now, which the Chete Tadas created a negative aspect of self centered indulgence. Now, what they did was, Yoda, this was a positive thing. Yoda, they took that new das that they had after the Khaitada Das, and now they went to true knowing, the true paying attention to each other. And that's what we're going to talk about in these shiurim of what Das truly means, which is really an intimacy, a true connection. The Torah is teaching us in this way that you could be Yoda Eshava. And again, this is a man to a wife, but it's a wife to a husband. It's always a two-way thing, two way relationship. And that is what true intimacy is all about. It's about connecting on every level. The Torah is teaching us. Part of this is listening and sharing and empathy and being devoted from one another. It's not that you quash your own individual identity, which is very, very precious. But intimacy means that you make a comprehensive, real effort to focus on the needs and the desires of the other until that connection is seamless and one. That is the yoda that is the yiddiya and that is our goal. So this esoteric, really high concept of Chetzei Tadas, which we really are beyond our comprehension for the most part, we take that lesson and bring it into our lives and realize that we, yes, we have a cheytei zadas that created a mixture of good and evil, created in anything and everything, both in health, healthy and an unhealthy aspect of it, that includes eating and drinking, that includes sexuality. And therefore, it's very important to us, our job, our fixing the cheytei is aligning the body with the soul, making them real partners. We said this also very often. You read certain svarim, chay others, and others, and other types of svarim, they will emphasize the idea that a body and a soul are enemies. Or oylam and oylam are opposites that can't coexist. That if the soul is higher, and the body goes down. The body is higher, the soul goes down. And they're opposites, and they're mutually exclusive, and they can't coexist, and there's always that war. And you always have to have the neshama in domineering over the guf. Now, of course that's true. But the true deep com, com, um, aspect of it, both with the Balimus, if you look carefully, as well as um, this, the Tzvarim of Chafetz Chaim and others, and, and Hasidish Tzvarim, all of them, go through another aspect of this, saying the idea of the Chal Eyu, meaning that the idea is, of course, and I mentioned this a few times, from Nubminsk, I remember once said that we have a soul and you have a and a body, the soul always has to be on the, in the driver's seat, and that is true. Your soul has, and your mind and your soul, your healthy mind and your soul has to dictate over your body. Can't let it be in the driver's seat. If you let the body go in the driver's seat, it'll f- 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 drive off a cliff. But at the same time, the ultimate goal is, is for the body and soul to be healthy partners with one another you make the soul the body is indeed on the in the passenger seat but it has to be a happy passenger imagine you're driving a long long ride and the passenger didn't eat or drink and and you have to stop off to give them food and to give them nourishment same thing over here you can't neglect the body the soul has to know how to utilize the body and take care of it in a healthy way and they're aligned with one another that is the idea also of healthy sexuality it is very very important not to quash it, but at the same time not to overindulge in it, but to use it in the healthy way where body and soul indeed become partners with one another, to yearn to go back to that time before the Chetit Sadas, when they actually were aligned with one another, the body and the soul. And the idea is, the reason why in sexuality it's such a challenge is, when you know just in physics, objects of equal weight will fall to the ground with different velocity and speed depending on how high it fell from. An object that's falling from a greater height meets no resistance, so it will fall much deeply into the ground, far more deeply than if it was thrown from a lower height. What is this yisayid? This Said is, is that the more elevated and the more exalted the potential of an act is, the lower it can go as well. And that is what sexuality is, that's what holy intimacy is. It is so high, so beautiful, so wonderful, that when it's misused, it falls to the lowest depths of what we see in our generation. So as we protect ourselves from the unhealthy environments on the outside or from within, it's not meant to quash it. It's meant to redirect it, to use sexual intimacy in the private union or reunion of the two soulmates of a husband and wife. That is what true Tznius is. And this is a very, very important. You cannot run away capricious in these areas in married life. Hashem wants us to use those impulses. He does not want us to repress our impulses. As much as you learn about us controlling our tivus, to control our sexual desires, to control our eating and drinking, it's not meant to repress it. It's meant to direct it, to use it. in healthy ways. So that goes with a a, a two-way street over here. On one hand, not to overindulge in unhealthy ways. On the other hand, to really laser focus and use it to the fullest potential. It's sort of similar to water that you need to go into a sink or some type of flow in order for you to drink that water. If you don't have that vessel, If you don't have those pipes and it just flows, it could be overwhelming and destructive. While if it goes through pipes and goes through a sink and it goes in in a receptacle, then you could drink that special water. The same thing, you know, what you had with the marble. The marble, the problem was is all the water came in in one huge thing. It was not drops, drops, drops. The way our life-living rain that we have is each one is a single drop. The it's not a whole shefa of water beyond our abundance, it's those drops that's what we need to do with all our tivus. We need to sort of channel it, and when we channel it, it becomes very healthy. So, again, this is this shear is a very important shear just to understand because this is a concept also when you're learning hashkavis and you're learning things it is very important and it actually elevates your um spiritual growth by thinking of how what does what is this lesson telling me and here is an example of what we talked about how the gita Tzadas, which is such a f- high thing that's beyond our comprehension that we could use those lessons in our very very practical life and util- utilize it fully in our day-to-day life in married life in how to handle Um, sexual desire, how to handle eating and drinking and also the nature of looking at our bodies in a healthy way, not to bash it, not to get disgusted by it, no matter how holy you want to be, but rather to realize it is very precious, it is very good, and to direct it with the help of the soul directing it into the most beautiful way. And that's how you have a beautiful marriage, that balance, that healthy, um, you know, soul expression and body expression between a husband and wife the adam yoda, the true true knowledge of true sexual intimacy that comes from true knowing again the adam yada Eschava, the yada the word yoda, is taking the word das of the hetaytas das which the das over there was a negative thing that the ra came in them and now what they did was the adam yoda. okay the Chet was already done there is a das there is a internal knowledge of good and evil mixed in within us and now i'm going to take that idea i'm going to take that negative and i'm going to transform it all into positive energy directed to my wife in a healthy way